but it doesn't mean that destiny has to be like, oh my God, awesome. Your of mother's course. coming yeah. over. We got married last <laughs> night and you just took your dick totally. out of me after morning after wedding sex and I have yes. to be nice to your mother. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Lainey Louie, talk show host and entertainment reporter. I'm also the editor of LaineyGossip.com, and oh I am a BTS Yeah, fan. you are. I'm Sasha Tong. I am a producer at an entertainment show here in Canada. I'm also a fashion and beauty columnist on LaineyGossip.com. And, and I am not a big BTS fan. But this is What's Your Drama, where we gossip about you. about Katie Holmes and this new guy and because I feel like he's loving it yeah I mean I feel bad and, and it, I can fucking dovetail off of Demi Lovato and her ex fiance because it's like there's all these kind of like I don't know you always hear like guys always being like oh women are such fucking like gold diggers and snakes and they're just like I don't know whatever like there's just so much bad rap like there's bad rap for women but I feel like there's just so many shady dudes out there what's his name again Katie's dude? It's it's Emilio Vitola. Emilio. Emilio and Demi Lovato's ex. They're just like these, like, I don't know. I get I get major fame horror vibes. I get they're doing it for the clout. And I hate that. Oh, I because agree. I love Demi Lovato and I fucking love Katie Holmes, but I feel like, well, we know that Demi probably got played because her ex was really into Selena Gomez, but I feel like Katie's gonna get her heart mashed into pieces. I think that what's interesting about the whole Demi Lovato thing too is the fact that it was like her fans on social media. Who flagged that to her. Who did the CSI of like, here's your history. Although I think it also had to do with like competing fan bases. So like Selena Gomez fans kind of taunting Demi Lovato's fans, but then Demi Lovato's fans being so concerned about her, like they cared so much about her and they were like, did you know, which is like this happened. And in this case, like it exposed a certain thing to her, I guess, if that is what the narrative is, but it is also a little bit disturbing. Like fans on social media can actually have an impact and break break a relationship. That is Fuck. It's fucked, but isn't it just like, hey, oh, just wanted to give you a heads up that your um your soon to be husband actually loves your best friend, like that's just like a nice that's a you're you're doing a solid, I think, whether you're a I, fan it's or not. not. That I, I, yeah, I think the intention is not necessarily bad. It's just this is a very new world reality. It wasn't happening like this before. But is that you know, actually even years bad? Ago. When I think about it, it's like. Is it bad that he had a crush on a Disney star at one point? Like, he was a nobody. So, like, of course he would have had crushes on people. 
is it bad that it was it just happened to be one of her ex-best friends well that's just it like you don't really know. It certainly doesn't, you know, there is, there's other reporting that has backed up the fact that he was thirsty mm. and he fucking loved the well, attention. The, all the Instagram posts from, that you put on your site were hilarious. Yeah. Cody did a great <laughs> oh, job. That like, was Cody? Just, you know, oh, yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. Cody did a great job laying it all out. So I think that you can be in a situation where let's say, you know, he was 19 once upon a time and he had a big crush on Selena Gomez. And the way you do is you just shrug it off. Like, yeah, I was 19. I fucking fanboyed Selena and Ariana and what person doesn't. Right. Like, um, and you can explain it away that way, but then with the backup reporting and all the sources who are saying that he was like a little Sketch. bit thirsty yeah. and loved, you know, the fact that he was getting all this attention and this and that and the other, and the way that he's kind of behaved since, like, leave me alone. No, 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 look at Yo, me. Yeah. Leave me alone. No, 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 look at me. Like, I don't know. But at the same time, the bigger thing is, is that like now fans on social media can really affect a relationship or look at what they've just done. And again, this is a very modern problem. Like 25 years ago when fans were just like writing letters to their faves, it wasn't happening like that. Totally. You're right. (laughs) Right. And even a few years ago when people hung out on message boards, this didn't happen. It's the direct contact that you have with fans on Instagram and on Twitter and TikTok or whatever that bridges that gap. And also it's this generation, like Max and Demi have a social media footprint. So all of that gets traced back. And then people remember, whereas 25 years ago, like if whoever, I don't know, like, I don't know, it's Channing Tatum had a crush on somebody. He wasn't like, you couldn't trace it to Twitter. Well, I mean, it goes back to the, I mean, the other thing about social media is that any ex can call out their past significant other, which is what happened with Katie Holmes and her new dude, right? Like he was engaged or was definitely in a very serious relationship. Oh, no, no. Engaged. And then texted her, right? Or, Or she found out through the paps or whatever, right? Like it's. I don't know how she found out, but like in the next minute, he and Katie Holmes are writhing on top of each other yes they are doing a fucking pda tour of new york city which okay so let's go back to katie and the dude i keep i forget his name already um what do you think about i mean because we are mainly a relationship podcast um what do you think about when your really good friend let's pretend katie holmes is our really good friend starts dating a guy and she does things that are totally out of character out of character meaning she's like in a very public, public, public relationship. How is that out of well, character? She but she was in a cult. It, up and but down she was in a cult. Too. She was cultified back then. <laughs> <laughs> right? Moving well, since Tom Cruise, she's been on the DL. She's very much on the down low all the time, right? We know about Jamie Foxx. Like they were basically living in a cave. Don't you think that was dictated by Jamie Foxx? So I'm wondering, though? is this dictated by her men? And are or are we seeing Katie Holmes like flourish now in a relationship like is this who she wants to be someone who gets papped and doesn't give a flying fuck i don't think so she is like she comes from a long 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 history of being famous like you don't do that unless you're a cheap hoe i should <laughs> who does that 
I don't know. I People think don't do like that anymore. More evidence of to me, I, the way that she even is looking, like you know how she looks fresh and flushed all the time right now because she's getting like, fucked on kissed? the streets of New York City. Well, it reminds me of how like freshly kissed and like mouth swollen she used to look when she was with Tom Cruise. Do you remember like she was constantly walking around with her because lips she swollen was drugged and she was drugged in a cult. <laughs> No, I think in the moment she didn't know she was in a cult yet. Let's sure, face it. She just felt so in love. So maybe this is what we're putting together about Katie Holmes is that she falls hard and she falls fast. And when she does, she actually doesn't mind the world knowing. It's just that Jamie Foxx minded. Right. Okay. Maybe. Like, maybe. I mean, right? that's that's kind of the mystery of Katie Holmes. I have no idea who she is or what she's about. No idea. So you're totally right. That could be her. This person who wants to like eat, pray, love life, but I don't know anything about her. I have no idea. I wish I knew more about yeah, her. I just think that I think she's just like she's in like a love haze. I think she's gonna get fucking fucked by this guy, which makes me sad. I mean, I don't like the overlap. He looks he looks very he was... happy in front of those cameras. Like his eyes are locked. When you yeah. his eyes are locked into that fucking lens. When you just bounce after meeting, like on your fiance, that it's never a good look. Ever. Didn't you do that with Yasik? Yes. <laughs> so. Well, the dude wasn't my fiance. Yeah, but still, it was a very long. We were together. We were together for three years, and he told me, like, I don't know, the week, literally, you know, the week. Maybe the week before I met Yasik or very closely around, like very close around that time, he was like, yeah, this is a serious I want to get with you. As he serious. Like, He's like, we've reached the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. Awesome, right? Yeah. Anyway, I'm not saying that does not excuse me cheating on him. Yes, I cheated on him. Oh, there's but, the other layer. You know, okay. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yes. We talked about this, though. I am a cheater. You're not or a cheater. A cheater in that situation. I think I'm pretty fucking loyal. Yeah, that's I cheated. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I did not know that you cheated. I thought you just sorry, I my chair is squeaking. Let me just readjust. What are you fucking talking about? I fucking cheated. Oh, I did not know. I, I thought was, you were like, bye-bye. I was with a dude. I was like, I was with a dude. I'm going on a business trip. Then I went on a business trip. Then I came back. Didn't really think about Yasik, but then Yasik contacted me. And then I secretly behind the dude's back was like like talking to Yasik and emotionally cheating. How quickly did you physically like did let's be honest, did you cheat cheat physically on him too? I'll I will say this. After meeting Yasik, I did not hook up with that dude again. Okay, but you were still with the dude yeah. when you hooked up with Yasik. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know how like hot we were for each other anymore, though. Well, yeah, he like, basically was... told you enough was enough. He didn't want any more from you anyway. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, should we stop talking about ourselves? Oh, or me? Well, sure. Let's do that. Let's get into other people's I mean, issues and drama. Yeah. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. We've got a lot of backlog drama to get to. So here we go. Here is the first question. Hey, Sasha. So I've been seeing this guy since March 23rd. We met through Bumble in the beginning of COVID and he was everything I wanted after a string of seriously shit relationships where either cheating, lying, gaslighting, and or other super crappy things took place. 
For some context, this dude and I were supposed to meet up last year after meeting on Bumble, but he ghosted me. I came across him again on Bumble and swiped before I remembered who he was. I confronted him about it, and he had since made a strong-ass comeback. He texted me often with cute things, and given my past, I was really nervous to take it to the next level and make it official with him. It's not that I was interested in seeing other people. I just have a spidey sense for when things are too good to be true and felt it was best to listen to that intuition. I told him that while I like him, I'd like to take it slow. Eventually, I opened up about my past experiences with men, and he has really perfect and real responses to those traumatic events in my life. In July, I had surgery, and he was constantly checking up and sent a cute gift to my house. He was adorable. Okay, so fast forward, and I see him active in a different location on Bumble after checking our conversation to fact check a funny inside joke thing from an early conversation. I confronted him about it, admittedly like a crazy woman, and he said that when I push him away, he goes on Bumble but doesn't talk to anyone or swipe. Since then, we've had recurring fights about whether I'm pushing him away, his impulse to check Bumble, and where we were in the relationship, and it's kind of been going downhill. We don't talk on the phone anymore, have only FaceTimed once, and he said he'd stop trying. He makes promises he doesn't keep, acts like making a reservation in advance is terribly difficult, and basically that I could not feel underappreciated because he's a busy guy, he doesn't have a car to do things or visit me, and that I'm just being a difficult woman. I'm pretty fair and am the first to point out my faults and shortcomings, but honestly do not feel like I'm being difficult in constructively discussing my boundaries and wants for a relationship. I don't know. He went back home for a month to see his family and said we should take a breather. I don't really know what this is, to be honest, but I took it to mean a breakup, which I thought was best. I slept over at his place and dropped him to the airport the next morning. That same day, my grandmother passed away, and I feel like that just made him feel guilty and thwarted his plans for a clear break. We still haven't been talking on the phone and sometimes don't go until 7 p.m. to text, which is strange given how obsessed he was with me in the earlier days. When I asked him why he hadn't texted me first after mentioning that I hadn't texted him, he said that I should know that he is interested and that he's super busy and anxious. I totally understand this, and given that the breather was his suggestion, I don't want to annoy him by sending unnecessary texts, but... I also feel like what he said was a weird thing to say, given my grandma passed. I need your advice on this guy and what I should do. Sincerely, A. K-A. What was that? Didn't you trademark some weird thing like fast flames dot? What was that one that you did? I feel like that applies. Fast. Yes. Yes. What was it? Read it. What was it? Or you don't remember Um, anymore? (laughs) No, I do. I love it. I didn't know if I officially trademarked it. Um. Fast flames flame out fast. Fast flames weren't meant to last. For me, I have to say like, A, you said you wanted to follow your intuition. Mm -hmm. You weren't feeling it. So then you were like confronting him. You weren't happy. But I feel like you aren't following that all the way through. Yeah. You can't be like, he gives me like weird vibes I don't really believe him about going back on Bumble. He doesn't really text me anymore. He's not really bringing what I want in the relationship. And then telling him all that. And then he's like, well, yeah, I need a break. And then you're like fucking up in his grill all the time. Like make up your mind too. Make up your mind. But also why do we like to like dish out more shit in our lives? Like, I, I don't know. If you're looking for a relationship, like, why not just ask and get what you want? If something, if someone's not offering up what you're wanting in a relationship, then I'm just not sure why you want to stick around or even try to make it work or even try to beg to see if he's going to give you any love back. Like, he clearly 
I don't know, is very lukewarm. Um, and that's not yeah. good enough for you. And I think like, and this is what's so interesting when we talk to our girlfriends who are single is like, the bar is so low and everybody's just accepting that low fucking grade bullshit. And I just, yeah. and, and this is where I want to bring up Love Island is because I think we're like just trained because we just hear all these horror stories about guys and you're just supposed to like put up with their shitty behavior, put up with the fact that they don't call you because, oh, well, like, let's think about some excuses or make excuses up for them to do that. And then that kind of dawned on me. I know Love Island's a reality show. I know these people are like probably all actors, but I got so much hope from Caleb. Um, so if you don't watch, you don't have to, but like you should, because Caleb is just like this man of um, <clears throat> integrity. integrity, honesty, depth. Uh, I actually don't know what he's doing on a reality love show because I, I didn't know he, he doesn't need to be on one. Yeah. But my point is, I'm happy yes. he is. I'm obsessed with yes. him. I, I, I literally turn to Corey every day and go, I'm very sorry. I love him. And I'm very serious. Like, <laughs> I, I can't believe there are, like, even to me, I'm surprised that there's a guy out there who is like that. And he, he seems very sincere. Like, I, uh, he, it seems really sincere. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, why don't we just, like, why can't we just hope and wait for the right people to come into our lives instead of settling for fucking sloppy, garbagey waste bags. Like that, that, that really does give me hope when I see someone like Caleb, because I'm like, oh, there are good men out there. There are men who want to treat women with respect. There are men who are like interested and devoted and like invested. Like that does exist. So go for it, eh? Like ditch the, ditch the sleepy dude that you're with now and find somebody who you do have a good gut feeling about. Stop trying to convince yourself that he is something that he is actually not. Yeah. And also, but in the meantime, like, you know, to me, the way you're, the, the back half of your message fell apart in the sense of like, I, I just, I, to me, it just didn't seem clear what you wanted. And, and I don't know if your actions were clear. Mm -hmm. Like, you mean, what does A like, want from I, this relationship? Like, does she want it to go or or not? Yeah, but also, like, are you sticking up for yourself? Mm. You know, um, he, you know, you tell me, you, you, he, you wrote that he makes promises he doesn't keep. That he acts like it's a terrible imposition to make a reservation in advance. Mm -hmm. That, uh that he says you are being just a difficult woman. The one that also I mean, that, the one that bothers me too is he's like you should know that I like you. It's like excuse what? Yeah. 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 Exactly. So then you going back to him and being like, "Well, why haven't you texted me yet?" You know, it's yeah. 7 o'clock. How come you didn't text me? Like to me that's a waste totally. of your time, but also it's like mixed messages to yourself. Totally. That's what I mean about not following through with your intu intuition. You're betraying yourself. Totally. And I get it. Of course, I feel bad. Your grandmother died and, you know, we don't really know if he cared or whatever, but please don't rely on him to care. And also, I think, she, and of course, she was sad about her grandmother. I, so forgive me for what I'm about to say, which is I feel like she was baiting her grandmother's death on him to be like, now what? Are you going to show up? And he didn't. So, you know, I just don't... Uh, I agree with you, Lainey. Like, you also have to stand up for yourself, ask for what you want. But at the same time, A knows what she wants and she's not getting it. So, I don't know. You can't blame the dude so much 
it's like a uh, ask ask more for of yourself and ask more of a relationship like the end mm-hmm. that's right or like yeah i mean he's not gonna he's clearly not there to to like respect he's you not stepping up and give you what you deserve no. so you need to give you what you deserve totally. so what your advice like you're asking i need your advice on this guy and what i should do uh, i would bounce 100 so a good luck with that i know i don't know if that's what you were looking for i mean but if that was the push you needed to really get out and get over him and get back on bumble and meet somebody else yeah sometimes you need a good um, shake and who the fuck is just going on bumble and not swiping it's not a fucking tv show like <laughs> you have to swipe or you're going to there's no point yeah. You're just fucking looking at a blank screen, please. Um, so good luck and um let us know if you if you want um any follow-up. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Uh, next question. Ready? Yes. Dear Sasha and Lainey, I just recently got married back in July. Congratulations. Things are going great for us, but I've got a major issue, which is I have a monster in law. The issue is that my husband doesn't say anything when she does annoying stuff and I feel is not trying hard enough. She's always trying to hog all my husband's attention like she was literally trying to come over the night of our wedding. (laughs) (laughs) My God. A good example would be when his mom and stepdad came over for dinner the day after we got married, which I had no clue they were coming until last minute. I cooked them a nice meal and she just picked at the food the whole time and never said thank you. Another example of her rude behavior is her bringing wedding decorations down for the wedding that I told her I didn't want. She ends up calling my husband and complaining about it. And a week later, during the wedding reception, I see that the decorations have been hung up without my permission. My husband told me they're planning to come down again next month, and I just don't want to be around her at all. And honestly, with COVID, I don't want them here even more. I've told my husband that she's not welcome in our home. But every time I have discussed with him about her behavior, he always tries to deny things. So my question is, how would you deal with a mother-in-law that clearly disrespects you? Also, how can I stop her from visiting next month? Sincerely, Oof. Destiny. Oof. All right, Destiny. Oh, I don't uh, – well, I, I was on Destiny's side for a little bit, and then I, I switched teams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think Destiny needs to slow her roll a bit in the same way that mm-hmm. she thinks her mother-in-law is, like, trying to take her – you know, her son back. I feel like Destiny's like really trying to lay some claims right now a little too quickly. I, I don't know. I'm like a little bit scared about how Destiny's reacting right now. Like Destiny scares me. Yeah. No, I mean, Destiny, I can I can definitely understand how how a mother-in-law this these actions could annoy you. Like you know, wanting to come over the wedding night, coming over but the next new. day. But it's new. Mother-in-law, she hasn't figured out. She hasn't figured out the step. In, like, she hasn't figured out her footing yet and where she's supposed to be. This was her son. And now she has to, like, 
Yeah, but it doesn't mean that destiny has to be like, oh my God, awesome. Your of mother's course. coming yeah. over. We got married last <laughs> night and you just took your dick totally. out of me after morning after wedding sex. And I have yes. to be nice to your mother. Like, I guess I can appreciate you know, that. I said first paragraph, I was in. That would be annoying. The decorations thing also would be annoying. Annoying. I get it. And to like, yeah. Annoying, but so that's what I want to Destiny. No. Like, none of this adds up to I want this woman out of my life and I never <laughs> want her in my house again. <laughs> oh, which is what you're saying, hardcore. Destiny. Right? Like, here, quote. I just don't want to be around her at all. And honestly, with COVID, I don't want no. them here even no. more. I get the COVID bit for sure, but I don't know how realistic it is to never want to be around your husband's mother. But she say, she's not saying like, especially with COVID, and I'm worried about the mother-in-law's health. She's like, with COVID, I just don't want fucking anyone in my house. Uh, but also, I don't want this woman coming ever over Again, and I need my husband to tell her that. That's not, that's not, that's, that's not reality. Well, the big, the big one though is, quote, I've told my husband that she's not welcome in no, our home. That's a that no-go. Destiny. A Wait, did Destiny never listen meet the mother-in-law beforehand? Ever? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. She doesn't say, but like. You know, that is a hard fucking line to draw. Yeah. I, my, the, the mother of your husband is not welcome in your home. Like, I, I don't know if you were being extra for theatrics, Destiny, but like, that is where to me you've lost me over. Listen, all the things that you've listed do not amount to no. your mother in law being no longer welcome. <laughs> if you, you're, you're telling me that your mother in law, secretly kidnap kidnaps uh, animals and like drowns them in her basement. Uh, great. Fine. Agree with you. If you say that your mother-in-law has created a fake Instagram profile and is posting horrible things Oh my God, your mind you, can go dark on a fucking like flip of a switch. <laughs> I could, that would take all, those two examples would take me like a solid week to come up with. <laughs> you dark fucker. Holy cow. Okay, keep on. Right, but like, so you get what yes. I'm, I'm saying, right? Like, I just don't think, Destiny, at this point, none of the things that you've told us are not worthy of that. To be like, this woman is not welcome in my home. My God, yeah. Destiny. Yeah. Destiny needs, like, as I said, to slow her roll and a major reality check. Like, your husband not only is allowed, but deserves to have his mother in his life. Yes, she may have like done some, you know, stepping over the boundaries a bit with the decorations and wanting to come over right away. But I want her, I, Destiny needs to like give her mom, give her mother-in-law some space to understand what this new life is going to look like. Um, and also just be a little bit more fucking welcoming. Like, Jesus. <laughs> look, Destiny, it's, you got married in July. We're in 2020, got married in July. It's now September. And, and she September. sent this it's in been three months. Well, yeah, she sent this in August, I think. Okay. So a month and a half into your marriage, you were making these declarations. Like, listen, uh, you know, you're to me, you you're asking us how you're gonna stop your mother-in-law from visiting. I don't know what you did, but 
clearly Sash and I aren't really focused on that aspect of your letter because I don't know that we can help you with your mother-in-law unless you come to the table with, you know, a different attitude. And then if you write to us like in six months and be like, for the last six months, here's how I've tried to like welcome my, my, like, you know, get along with my mother-in-law. I've made attempts. I've sent her care packages. I email her. I try to talk to her on the phone. And what she does is, you know, she ends up sending me like she cuts off the ears of Stop. dead insects. Stop. She sends me dead insects <laughs> in the mail or whatever. Then I'll be like, okay, Destiny, we need to rescue you. But until then, Destiny, yeah. I just don't think this is a problem. No. Well, I think Destiny's the problem. I'm sorry, Destiny, but th- this this is not good behavior on your part. And I also think like you are you're not you haven't bridged the gap at all. Like she like I, I'm I'm terrified of the way that destiny wrote this email because it's it's really (laughs) aggressive and you know no wonder her mom's fucking picking at her food and not eating it because you've probably fucking poisoned it you seem that fucking insane about this whole situation (laughs) no but really like destiny i don't think destiny is putting out thank you for letting me come into your family vibes and welcome into my family and let's bridge this together like there is no softness about this and that's what worries me the most is they just got married like well for for all purposes of when this email was sent like a month and a half she was married a month and a half there's no way that you can cut off a family member your fucking husband's mother out of his life no so check yourself destiny destiny i'm just gonna sound like an old lady and you you're probably gonna turn this off and be like this these two fucking old hags what do they know i'm so young and whatever but marriage is about compromise. Like there are some things like you marry a person and then they come with all these weird family members and you're not always going to no. like them. And sometimes they're going to be annoying. And some, a lot of times you're just going to have to suck it and eat yes. shit for like three hours at Thanksgiving and Christmas and then go home and just be like, pour me an old fashioned. And then it just kind of washes over you. Like you know, in reality, there is, it's totally unrealistic to like be in love with the members it's of your so partner's rare. family. It's so rare. The majority so, of people I know have problems with their mother-in-laws, right? They are, yeah. they are annoying or they are rude, but you have to learn how to figure out, you have to have the tools to navigate that. And Destiny, you need to yeah. work on that. So I don't know, read a book, uh, talk to your friends, um, <laughs> We've said what we've said, uh, and I really think that you need to uh, turn it down like fucking 10 notches. For now. I mean, listen, again. The mother-in-law didn't do anything that heinous. Come on. No. I mean, listen, none of this is like worth saying the like this person is not welcome to home. Like voodoo doll (laughs) shit. Wow. (laughs) So anyway, Destiny, uh, good luck. Not just with your mother-in-law, but really with your relationship. Yeah. Because it's not going to do good things I'm for worried. your marriage if that's how you yeah. act. It's in the spirit of compromise and, you know, until, yeah, until you come to us with something that is a little bit, amounts to a little bit more than decorations and a no thank you at dinner, I just don't see this woman as the devil. No. Be a bit more reasonable. But, like there needs to be a little bit more reasonable. I'm not sure you aren't. <laughs> Are we ever going to get... We're coming back season six and we've like totally pummeled the first two letter writers. Oh my God. 
Sorry. <laughs> um. Anyway, Destiny, if you're mad at us, let us know. Like, no. And if we've got the situation wrong, let me. us know. Okay. Okay. Hello, Sash and Lainey. I'm living abroad and six months pregnant. In a moment of hormonal crisis, I snooped on my husband's WhatsApp. He works with a lot of women and I was feeling insecure with my new body. Weight gain triggered a long-standing body dysmorphia that I have been dealing with in therapy. I seeked reassurance that he was faithful. While I did find some flirtatious messaging, it is accepted without the Latin cultural norms. What does that mean? I don't know. Read that again. Okay. While I did find some flirtatious messaging, it is accepted without the Latin cultural norms. However... I don't know what that means. So let's maybe keep going. Maybe it'll make sense. However, I felt like shit afterwards and came clean to my spouse. Well, shit hit the fan. He reacted really badly like I broke his trust. He's mad that I needed to do this and did trust and didn't trust him enough to come to him with the issues I was having. He went through each conversation with me and explained who the people were. I'm satisfied that he is indeed faithful but he feels like something is broken and that he doesn't perceive me in the same way. I tried explaining that it was hard sharing all the feelings this pregnancy has brought up. Aren't I supposed to be the one? Aren't I supposed to be one of the blossoming, happy, running in a field of flowers woman when pregnancy while desired has been hard on me, especially that I have struggled with food and weight issues, etc. He says he loves and is committed to me, but he will need time to get over this breach of his phone. I think he might be overreacting, but I am trying to respect his feelings. How can I support him in that without feeling that I'm walking on eggshells? Thanks. V, pregnant, insecure, and hormonal. Aww, right? Aww. I feel so, like she feels so sincere. I, feel so I know. I know. Yeah. Like, especially going through, yeah, the hormones and dealing with, like, just this new body and then knowing that she did something that she shouldn't have done, but now yeah. being, like, spanked for it. I don't know. Uh, isn't it kind oh, of isn't it i know i feel really bad for her but isn't it kind of, like that's what i like how she like even though she feels bad for it and guilty and and is like sitting in the detention corner she knows that he's overreacting a bit and he is overreacting everyone knows that everyone reads everyone's diary come on <laughs> come on i just i think that I think that it – listen, I don't have the kind of relationship where Yasik's phone and email and all that is separate to me. I, it's I, joint. I have it's all joint. Kind of, it's everything is joint. Mm-hmm. Money is joint. Accounts are joint. Phones are joint. Yeah. We know each other's passwords. I – No secrets. I, like, there's no secrets. And so I think that you're the same-ish. No. Not the same mesh at all. We don't okay. have shared funds. Okay, so we don't I don't know what password. Even when he logs onto this computer that I'm on, he won't show me his password. <laughs> like I don't know the password to go okay. on to this computer. All right. So okay, so maybe you're in a better position because I can't say that in my relationship it would be a big deal. Right. I like a bit of privacy. Like if Corey started to read like, Corey doesn't know my Instagram. Like, if he read my DMs, I'd be like, what? Like, and if he saw any of our group texts, Lainey, oh, my God, he'd fucking <laughs> lose his mind. 
Like what specifically? Our group texts are highly inappropriate. I, I, there's so many dicks on that group chat. Like, there's so many men's assholes. <laughs> there's so many cum shots. There's so many porn sites. Like it's fucking littered with garbage. I, I guess I just have a different or a, like I, I sometimes like I, sh- I show, I try and show you. I know you do. Shots I know he you doesn't do. want to no, see I it. I do not. He's like, fucking get that shit. Like, you know, but anyway. Okay. So, but my point is I want like my DMs to be my DMs. I want my emails to be my emails. I want my group chats to be my group chats. But if he was to read them, it's not like he would find anything that was suspect, right? Like much like V, she didn't like, she was she needed clarity he gave her clarity um and that's that but i wouldn't i wouldn't make cory pay for for weeks and be like i don't know if i can trust you i'd be like okay well you snoop because people snoop everyone snoops yeah like you i know you don't but if if it if not everything was oh no no no. like i'm i don't snoop because it's it's not right but that's what i'm saying like i i am a snooper like i right and you you would if let's say yasik did have this like secret or not secret if he had an account that you didn't have a password to you'd probably look at it at some point yeah 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 i just so anyway i get that i get that what she did was bad and she gets like a little hand spank i get that but if her husband's dragging this out so much so that she feels like every time she walks in the house, she's walking on eggshells, well, I think that's being a bit dramatic. So the question is, how does she how does she make her husband feel more secure in this relationship if he feels like his security has been breached? Well, I I get that he needs his time, you know, to forgive her and to I don't know, feel like he can trust her that she will trust him. Mm-hmm. I guess what I'm struggling with is like, if I were her, I would be like, okay, you know, I'll give you your space, but she's pregnant right now and she's vulnerable. She needs love, yeah. And she also needs a little like, I don't know, she also needs a little massaging. You know, clearly the hormones, like, listen, Six months pregnant. I've never been six months pregnant um, and your first time. And like, you know, the fact of the matter is, even though it's probably not talked about enough, is that pregnancy isn't like sunshine and rainbows for everyone. Some people may have had beautiful pregnancies. I also know people who had hideous pregnancies, who hated being pregnant. I think like, you know, wasn't Danielle Graham on our show? And she was like, fuck, I don't want to, you know, like there are people who just... Um, there are people who, yes, have the most ideal pregnancy and they talk about it in the most transformative way. And then there are people who are like, I love my child. I want to have this child, but I hate these nine months. They yeah. fucking suck. Yeah. And they're not great for V here. And it's obviously messing with her mental health. And so now, like, I, I don't know where for him, if you're him, how do you balance? I need to teach her a right. lesson. And I need my space with, I care about my wife who's, you know, dealing with some shit while carrying our child. Totally. Like, where is the, where is the seesaw there where it levels out? Where do you, where, well, exactly. So there's a couple of things here. First, I would want to know if V, like, you know, her husband took all this time to make her feel better, right? Like, don't worry, don't worry. This is here line by line. Like, this is all kosher, good times. I'm wondering if V 
was vulnerable. Like, I know that she said that she expressed to him <clears throat> how she was feeling about her body's changing and how she was. Yeah. But did she ever, like, really apologize to him? I wonder if she, she doesn't really say that. And I could, she might have, she might not, she might not have included it. But, like, if she hasn't done that, I feel like that's something that would be a good first step, right? To really make him feel better about the safe, like, about him feeling safe, right? Like, apologizing about that. The second thing would also be if she has done that and he's still fucking dragging his feet and like trying to like teach her a lesson, then I think you got to get a little bit more hardcore, which is what Lainey was speaking about, which is like, dude, I'm pregnant. I need this to be as pleasurable as possible. And we need to like get, okay, like, yes, there was a blunder, but now we have to come together because we're going to be fucking parents and some really stressful shit's about to happen. And we're going to need to figure out how to always get back on the same page again. So let's do that now. Right. So it's like, I'm giving her two options. You either do the soft route if you haven't. Right. So that you're like, oh, so sorry. So sorry. I hurt your ego. Like, let's be friends again. And if she already has done that and he's still being a dick, sorry, he's not being a dick. And if he's still being, you know, like, I don't know, like, needing to teach her a lesson, then the other option is to get a little bit more hardcore with him. Like, dude, snap out of it. Like, let's move on. I made a mistake. Like, you can't punish me for weeks and weeks and weeks during the most stressful time of our relationship, which is childbearing. And also this is, listen, V, I get it. He's angry. This is marriage though. Like, yeah. you know, you're going to, we're going to, in our marriages, hurt each other mm -hmm. all the time. That's really shitty. But if we were perfect, then we would never, like, we're not perfect. And pain is often inflicted, of course, it's because it's pain, is inflicted by the ones we care about mm -hmm. the most. So at this stage in your marriage, yes, we, each, all of us contribute to little breaks in the marriage all mm -hmm. the time. And then the point is, is that you have to repair it. Like you work on the repairing. You spend more energy on fixing and like, you know, paper, not papering over the break, but like strengthening the break, that fracture point. And I don't think that like shutting down and not communicating is a way to re-strengthen that point. Well, of she fracture. knows that. No, and uh, but clearly he doesn't. Like all he keeps wanting to say, I feel, is he says he feels like something is broken and that he doesn't perceive me the same way. I don't think that's helpful, frankly. Him no, saying those no. things. But I wonder if that's also V's interpretation. Like I just don't feel like they've really commute because it was such like a, uh, you know, like it was such a gross thing that he felt like she did. Like um, I just don't feel like, I don't know. I just feel like V hasn't really explained that they had like, a really productive conversation about it. Like he showed her line by line. Then he was like, I'm still mad at you. And then eggshells. Like what was in between that? Like why haven't they worked? And like, as you've said, tried to get to the fracture points and making them come together, at least fucking gluing that shit on for the next six months yeah. until she has <laughs> her baby. Like I would feel like you could move past that. Like this isn't their first fight. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit like, why haven't you guys been able to like patch things up quicker? Yeah, V, I mean, you need a really, you clearly need a really deep, really difficult follow-up 
conversation or a few. Yeah, like I feel like he might not have been heard. That's my gut. Like I feel like he hasn't maybe expressed it, but maybe she hasn't asked the pointed questions about like how that actually made him feel. You know, like I think there's a bit of ego stroking that she might need to do with him in order to make him feel better about it. Also a thing that you have to do sometimes with your husband or your partner. But the point is, is that like more talking. Yes, more talking. More talking. And talking doesn't have to be like walking on eggshells. Totally. You know what I mean? Like walking on eggshells implies that there's imbalance again. Exactly. There's this like you have to now you are like down a notch. So you owe him something. You're not an equal. We make mistakes. Like when mistakes happen in a relationship, if you keep it, if 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 you start like saying, Oh my God, I lost points and he has way more points than me, then this is never gonna get to a point where this there's anything healthy. So don't walk on eggshells. Um, I know that's easier said than done, but like literally don't feel like you are less than in this relationship because you fucked up. Yes, you fucked up, but it doesn't shake what should be an equal foundation of two people in this together. Totally. Yeah. I couldn't say it any better. Yeah. Um, so good luck, V. And um, Please keep us posted on have, this one. I want to know how this one pans out. Yeah. And and you know what? Like, sorry about this during your pregnancy, but like have, you know, as as good of a rest of your pregnancy yeah. as you can. I feel so sad. Be like fine. it's a beautiful th- time in your life and – yeah, take care. Yeah, take care of yourself and 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 start to feel. Yeah, I hope you, I hope this um you guys come out of this stronger and that you start to deal with some of the feelings that you had about like this pregnancy and your body and you are worth it and this is a wonderful time and I hope that I hope that you get to see that soon. Um, and keep sending us your questions to SashaLaneyGossip.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back. We are back. um, And we will be back very soon with more of your drama. Until then, my ass is Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) It got real sweaty. My back's pouring with sweat. What else is new? Um, Okay, well, thank you. Okay. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.